Hey guys, have you checked out 336 Daily? Did you know that sometimes, in fact, pretty often, I've been recording it in my car while driving to different job sites? That's how easy Anchor is to make podcasts. With Anchor, you can record your podcast and edit your podcast and upload your podcast all in the Anchor app, and then it makes sure it goes after iTunes and Spotify and wherever you need to put it. It, they take care of everything, distribution. They help you with advertising and getting in commercials. Check out the Anchor app. Go to the App Store and download the Anchor app for free or go to anchor.fm to check it out. This is Tanner Scott, and you're listening to Section 336. Today on the show, now that the World Series teams are set, we got to ask you who you got. Also, who is going to have Hyunsoo Kim next year? We will discuss his possible future. And for the Strawberry of the Week, this week, not only do I bash the Millennials, but I also bash a Steeler. It's a win-win. All that and more on this edition of Section 336. Buckle up, birds. Ready to ride. Your host, Max Shashabird, are ready to fly. Baltimore's best, Section 336. The number one sports broadcast gets you fixed. What's the news? Let's talk about Buck. Our favorite Orioles. What's the latest lineup? Home runs and stolen bases. This is a trip. Stay tuned in at 336. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, coconuts of all ages, welcome to Section 336, <laughs> the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. I am your endearing, stuttering host, Matt Sroka. As always, I'm joined by the Jenny Barrone. What up, coconuts? <laughs> <laughs> and the button lover, Josh Sroka. You, you guys are really trying to push this coconuts thing, aren't you? I was trying to think of that Moana thing. Consider the coconut the what? Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. I'll find it for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm not at that I'm not that at that point in my fatherhood yet where I gotta go and rewatch all those movies. Uh, <laughs> it just came out like re-watch. last year. Yeah, it's no rewatching, it's watch a hundred times in a row. It's on Netflix. Uh, or or you paid money for it. An Asian soldier and she dresses up like a boy. Oh yeah. I Stranger, that was Things. Stranger Things is Friday night. Right, that's why I accidentally played that video. That 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 sound. It's a big yeah. deal. Yeah. Have you got? Yeah, it doesn't do anything for me. I'll, I'll pass and it. watch the World Series. Thank you very much. Watch the World Series, I guess. Have you? Uh, well, that's because you already watched this weekend, Matt. You watched my favorite show on Netflix. Yeah. What's that? Uh, American Vandal. That oh, show is oh, funny. Yeah. I don't <laughs> care who you are. That's that show is funny. And I'm an educator. I'm a teacher. So I, I relate to it a lot. Like, the, I got the Dylans in my class all over the place. <laughs> and every now and then, someone will draw an inappropriate picture on one of my desks. And by every now and then, I mean, like, once a week, someone oh, will draw wow. an inappropriate picture on one of my desks. And I feel like launching into a full-on investigation about who drew this inappropriate male body part on my desk. And that show launches a full search to finding out the truth on who drew this, you know, malanatomy part. And, and I, I feel like I'm ready in class. Adam's apple. That's, that's right. The old Adam's apple. <laughs> so I, I love the show. I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was 
the funniest show I've seen in a long, long time. Because the more I watch new television shows, I think they're all terrible. But that was actually one that was that's worth watching. Right. That, and, that and was, it made me laugh a lot. It was extremely original when it wasn't original at all. It was a mockum- yeah. it was a mockumentary making fun of all these serial and uh, how to train a murderer stuff, and it was great. Yeah. And it, it did your stereotypical teachers and your stereotypical students. And it, was, it was spot on. It was brilliant. Yeah. And just well-written and clever, just funny, just good. Right. And then that guy, the guy who plays the uh, accuser, is plays the is, this must be really smart guy because he plays the best dumb guy I've ever seen in a movie. Yeah. Yeah. What's what's their yeah. little club called? The Wayback Boys? Yeah, the Wayback Boys. <laughs> Wayback Boys. Because they go way back. <laughs> of course. <laughs> she said, if you haven't seen American Vandal, do yourself a favor and just watch it. Like even like, turn our podcast <laughs> yeah. off. It's, it's, watch American Vandal and then come back. It is the best so thing. I'm thinking I, about starting an American Vandal podcast, leaving you guys and just doing American Vandal podcast. I love it that much. I loved it that much. <laughs> is this this your song, Bert? No. Really? It says the coconut song with Moana. I mean, that might be that might be on the soundtrack somewhere. But there's one song where the guy goes, "Consider the coconut," and everyone goes, "The what?" No, oh, really. Is Find that, that. Is that where you are? I'll save that for next week. What's wrong, Billy? No, it's the first song. It's, it's this entertaining podcasting going on right here. Right. Can we talk about <laughs> Space Fire Boys? I mean, yeah. we, we can talk Orioles or we can talk Moana. Last time we talked, we didn't even know who was going to be in the World Series. So it's can true. we all just take guys, a deep breath I told and thank you, the baseball gods that the Yankees are not in the World Series? I told you guys a month ago who was in the World Series. Just yeah. took a while for everyone win the World else Series, to catch Josh. up. Yeah, I think the Astros are coming back. Though the Dodgers yeah. looked real good. Yesterday, uh, the, the Astros, yeah. got, the Astros got it. Come on, tonight is Rich Hill versus Verlander. Who do you think is going to win that? I sincerely do not know. How, how, what, Rich Hill, how is Rich hit. Hill pitching Game Two of the World Series? And they have Alex Wood. They have you, Darvish. Their whole rotation is legit. I was looking at there was one of those websites. I should plug them here because they're an Orioles website that does a good job. I don't know which one it was though, but they do these blueprints. Right. I'll tweet it out. But they, they had one blueprint about how we should trade for one of the, the Dodgers starting pitchers. And I didn't realize the Dodgers have like 15 starting pitchers that are better than all of ours. <laughs> it's not just like the top four or five. They got like 15 starters who would be our number one or two. It's ridiculous. They, they're so deep. It's insane. And for my money, I, I think I, – I, I don't know how the – I mean the Dodgers look unstoppable. I don't know how they're going to lose. Um, tonight is a must win. Well, I yeah. think it's a must win. Every time Verlander takes the mound, it's a must. You got to win yeah. this game because it's going to be hard to win the other games. How the pitching lines up, so I feel like tonight's huge. But yeah. I'm rooting hard for the Astros, and the reason reason I'm rooting hard for the Astros is because the Dodgers are the Yankees of the West Coast. They are. They are. They, they bought. Are, they bought far, that team. I was looking at the salaries today. That the payroll. Dodgers are number one. With a, with, a, with a payroll of $265 million, Yankees are second. So the, the Dodgers are the just buy the championships, right? $265 million. The, the Orioles is at $182 million. The Dodgers' salary payroll is $80 million more than ours. That's like too many Machados that they can sign on their team. And, and, and so I'm rooting for the big salaries to lose. I'm rooting against the Dodgers. 
Yeah, no, and I'm rooting for the Astros because they were fun to watch in the postseason. And I, I Altuve's is, is a lot of fun. A lot of fun. The Astros, the Ast- you're right. The Astros are just a more fun team. Uh, the Dodgers are an easier team to root against. Uh, I like being in the place, though, where I I don't particularly hate the Dodgers, though. Like, these are two teams that haven't even been represented in the World Series for, you know, 20 years almost, if, or if not longer. What were the Dodgers were there last in 88? 88 with Gibson, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And uh, Oral Hershiser, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the last time the Astros were in were uh, – uh, it was more recent than that because they had it was the Jeff Bagwell years, right? Weren't they in there that year? Roger I don't Clemens. Think so. I think they were in more recently when they wore like the red with the star, like that ugly futuristic logo. No, I could be wrong. that was longer than the uh, Dodgers. Dodgers were eighty-eight. Yes. So Astros were longer than that. I'm Where's sure. the intern tonight, Josh? I don't. You think he knows we're recording on a Wednesday? <laughs> Oh, that's true. You I forgot he, what night not, it is. Not that he showed up on Monday either. But, uh, <laughs> oh, dude, man. He's that, out. He's that just out. means we're going to have to do this all over again in five days. <laughs> you guys watch this, uh, watch these World Series games, even the playoff games. Sometimes, like, I was sitting back watching Dallas Keuchel and Clayton Kershaw go go at it. And the whole time I'm thinking, and watching these lineups and Justin Turner hit home runs and Otuve would be awesome. And the whole time I'm thinking, <laughs> the Orioles, the Orioles, the Orioles aren't even close to this. The, no, Orioles, can't, yeah. the Orioles cannot hang with these guys. What are we They're doing? Pretenders. They're what pretenders. What are we doing here? The Orioles. Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah, it's 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 tough, uh, but it also this series has shown you that kind of outside of Verlander, you need good pitching, but you don't need you don't need a bunch of aces, and and. For an Oriole fan who struggles when you look and we have no pitching, at least you think, all right, well, if we spend on a, on some really good pitchers, maybe we can make it. Uh, Houston has made huge strides just by having Verlander. One, That's one pitcher who's made a gigantic impact. So if the Orioles can sign one pitcher, maybe that'll help out the starting rotation enough. And they didn't even get Verlander till the end of August, so. Yeah. Right. Um, they had a good team without him. Yes. By the way, the, the Astros' uh, only World Series appearance was 2005, where they were swept by the Chicago White Sox. Okay, 2005. All right, all right. So you're right. It's, it's two teams that aren't normally in there, which is it's, it's good to see fresh faces. Um, the Astros might have been in there relatively recently, but there's no one left on that Astros team that, that's on this. I mean, this is a, a young team. Certainly not. <laughs> this is a young team full, full, full of babies that are fun to watch. So, so go Astros! I, I hope the Dodgers get lose, but again, they're the, they're like the super team. Uh, they have to be the favorite to win, um, but you hope the Houston Astros can upset them. Hey Matt, can you move your mic away from your beard? <laughs> <laughs> you, you hearing all that rubbing, Bert? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. can hear that gr- gristle. Yeah, that 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 beard is rubbing all over that microphone. And I know I, I just trimmed. I trimmed my beard recently too. Right. I know when you're you're in studio, I tell you get those get your face up on, get your lips up on that microphone. But when you're using that little Apple Air uh, earphone thing, it's it's not the same. Yeah, these, these aren't the nicest headphones ever. Ever. You gotta get one of these hate. babies. Don't hate. Okay, you got your fancy little. I don't know, <laughs> alien type. Uh, a little snowball. 
Blue? Yeah, I, I'm doing old I was about to say blue ball, but I don't think that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it does say the word blue right on it, but it, and it is a ball. It's a, it's a, but it's a blue snowball. There you is, go. Is what it is. Okay. <laughs> Sounds better that way for sure. I'm not I'm not entitled like that. I work with whatever they give you for free, so I got this. Hey, hey Matt, you want to know a secret? Right there. Yeah. Josh Josh gave me this snowball for like a birthday or Christmas present or something a few years ago. So just yeah. hit him up, hit him up at Christmas time. Your birthday's coming up in a month or two. I thought yeah, I, I yeah, thought I gave yeah. one to Matt too. I don't remember. But I thought no. I did. No. Thought I gave no. you one when we were doing the three three six dailies to help you sound a little better. Guess no. not. Ooh. No. <laughs> Never happened, but three 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 six dailies were a cool thing. They All were. Right. Uh, they were. Let's move on. Let's move. World Series, fine. So we got Josh's Astros. Bert, are you rooting for the Astros? Did, did we establish yeah, that? Yeah. I, I, again, I don't really care. I'm, I'll be happy for whoever wins. I don't hate either team. But if I'm going to cheer for someone, it's going to be the Astros. All right. That's a ringing endorsement for the Astros. Right, well, that, right. I don't care who wins. Uh, it was clearly Bert's opinion. I'm, I'm, cheering, I'm cheering for A-Rod and David Ortiz having to be the most hated Combo uh, for pregame, postgame. I hate these guys. Uh, that must be that you didn't watch the FS1 uh, pregame over Why? on Fox who, Sports One. Who was that? That was wasn't that was a Rod and Ortiz. Oh, okay, it's the same crew and Frank Thomas. Yeah, it's the right, same crew. The same they're all crew. there right now. Yeah, no, they're it's horrible. Like Keith Hernandez. is that Keith Hernandez and Frank Thomas? Yeah, it's Frank Thomas over on the end. And yeah, they're they're horrible. They were on FS1. The only thing worse than uh, that crew on FS1 was trying to find FS1. <laughs> I was really frustrated and had a scary moment the other night. My wife and I, we always watch. There's not we watch one television show together. This is our family time where my wife and I sits down as a family to watch just one television what's, show what's, and that's kind of our our precious time together. What's the show? And we turned it on the other day, Shark Tank. And, and, oh, uh, Shark Tank has jumped the shark. I was Rodriguez. Oh, yeah, that was two weeks ago. Me and my wife, Shaw, I was like, they ruined it. They yeah. killed Shark Tank by having A-Rod on there. I had to turn it off and said, and we can't watch this week. That was our yeah. one family time. Now my wife and I are on the rocks. Our whole relationship's on the rocks, and it's all A-Rod's fault because we couldn't spend that hour of precious time together watching Shark Tank because he was on there. No, they killed yeah. They killed Shark Tank years ago when they now require that every company be making like half a million dollars to come on there or whatever. They, and, they, and they, they, got, they, they got away from the, just the original sharks. Now they have to have guest sharks in there just to make people watch it. Yeah, they American Idol, the reason I only watch every now and then I watch American Idol is when they would have the crazy people on at the beginning. Early on, you sure. have the people right. singing, they're hilarious. And Simon, was that American Idol Simon Garfunkel? He would tell them what's up. Um, now they, they need to do that with Shark Tank. They need to have the crazies come on Shark Tank. Well, they used they to. They don't have crazies anymore on they Shark Tank. They used to. The first couple seasons, yeah. that's what they did. They had the guy on who would, like, invent, like, a pouch to hold the remote control from falling off the couch. Yeah. Like, silly guy, things like that. Inventors. Now it's or, all... There was a guy who wanted, who said the, the uh, ocean floor was full of gold, and he just needed $10 million. <laughs> right. He could get the endless amount of gold. <laughs> they had... That. They had like a DJ on there who wanted to start an internet radio station years yeah. ago. Probably. And they brought on like Seal or something to sing with them. Right. Probably. That was great. Yeah, they don't do that anymore. Now, now they bring in A-Rod and they bring in uh, Gronk. Gronk was on there like last week. Gronk was on Shark Tank? Yeah, Gronk. Gronk Did you was, watch it? it was, yeah, it was Gronk. It was Gronk Gronk's and brother. his brother, but Gronk was up there with him as the presenter. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, I haven't watched that show it forever. Was, I flipped through and saw A Rod. Yeah, they're saying, hey, A Rod, invest in Gronk. That's what they were doing. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm sick of him. But you know who I'm not sick of? Hyun Soo Kim. What's Hyun Soo Kim up to now? Well, he's, he's sick the- of the major leagues, is what it sounds like. I tell you what, there's a lot of Oriole lovers who are also Hyun Soo Kim lovers who preached over and over again. He just needs a chance. Just give Hyun Soo Kim a chance to bat every day. If he could play every day, he'd be an awesome play. He'd be an all star on base percentage over 400. Then he goes to, to the Phillies and he plays a handful of games. He doesn't play much there either. And, and now. Is he even going to pick up with a major league team? Like, what do you no. do if you're Hyun Soo Kim? And what do you do if you're a major league team? Do you want Hyun Soo Kim? And what should Hyun Soo Kim do here? I don't think Kim wants it. I think Kim's going to go back to South Korea and be a star. Um, a couple of quotes from the interview with Kim. One was uh, where he said, if I end up on a team full of prospects, I won't get the opportunity to play. I realized that this year. Is that in reference to the Orioles? Yeah, I'll tell you who screwed Hyun Soo Kim's career. And if I was Hyun Soo Kim, Trey I would go to his house and I would, I would, uh, what do you talk, what do you do to the tires? Slash him. I would slash the tires. <laughs> oh, you're right, Josh, of Trey Mancini. Trey Mancini. <laughs> Trey Mancini was good and took away all his playing time in the outfield. Uh, and then he said, um, it was frustrating when I'd get three hits one day, I'd sit on the bench the next day. But it's all on me. I just didn't have it. That's a I'll shot. At, that's a shot at Buck, right? Well, that second part, but it's all on me. I didn't have it. Uh, he is uh, Hyun Soo Kim is like the anti-strawberry. I He's think, not. I, I think. I think if I was Hyun Soo Kim, I would be a lot more vocal and annoyed about how the Orioles treated me than Hyun Soo Kim is. I think he's taken the high road more times than not. I think that's a cultural thing. I think it's a different culture. Like I don't think of that. I like. I don't think in their, their culture, South Korean culture, you like bash people. I think you're very, Especially you very right? respect people ahead of you and in, uh, your boss and all. Yeah. But he did. What a, he, what a wild concept. There was one line to, where he kind of bashed the Orioles. Where he said, uh, the Orioles uh, told him about the trade last minute and he barely had time to say goodbye to his teammates. So that was one negative thing he said about the specifically that, about the Orioles. It's, that's probably how every trade goes down. They, they don't want him hanging <laughs> out, hugging and kissing right. everybody. A week, a week heads up on any trades, like he knows a week ahead no, of time. Exactly, and, and maybe that's how they do it in Korean baseball. But I think of what do we watch when we watch games uh, at the end of July? What do we we look for the hugs, right? Because the guys are finding out mid game that they're being traded. Yeah. There's, yeah. it's not. It's a weird comment for Kim. Yeah, but but they they show that and it lasts about ten seconds and then they're gone and we never see them again. So right. I, I still see what the big deal is. You know what? Be, I like. But what what about in that movie Moneyball when uh, they make him uh, trade that guy? They're like, sorry man, you're gone. Go down the hall. She'll hook you up with an airplane. And he's like, all right, picks up a suitcase and walks out. Yeah, that's the way it is. Yeah, especially when you're making uh, a couple million bucks to play baseball to then just go play in a city two hours away. You just say, okay, I'll see you later. And he's yeah, full of a like team it. that he couldn't even communicate in the same language. Right. Uh, and, 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 he, and he didn't get a chance to hug them all. Give me a break. What he wanted to do is pitching interpretations one more time for them. <laughs> Bert, if you were traded off section three to six, I would hope you would come and give me a hug before you left. I guess, but I, I, I'd see, see you at Christmas time or something. <laughs> and and it, it also depends what we're getting in exchange. What was the, tra- what was the, what was the trade for Kim? 
Jeremy Jeremy Hellickson. All right, that was a, you know what I I think that was a good move for Duquette. I'll applaud that one. That was a good trade. Okay, I'm not applauding Jeremy. I'll, tra- I'll, tra- I'll applaud Jeremy Hellickson versus a Kim on the bench. No, I'm not going to boo it, but I'm not going to applaud uh-huh. it either. I like how Josh, whenever Josh says something about Hyunsu Kim or one of his comments, he references he, he references it by saying maybe it's a cultural thing. It is. So anytime <laughs> Hyunsu Kim does anything, could be a cultural thing. Could be a cultural thing. I like that. Hey, that like respecting your elders is that is a cultural thing. Yeah. I think. And not getting the heads up on a trade? Is that a cultural thing? No. Mm-hmm. The, well, sure, that's how we do it in America. Where He's played a Korea baseball? Korean baseball? Yeah. What a, What was that movie with Tom Selleck? That was that was in Japan, Mr. Baseball? Mr. Baseball, yeah. Yeah, we should we should have a Section 336 viewing of that classic baseball film. I don't know if and I've then, ever seen that. And now we can see the cultural differences. <laughs> Here's some culture for you. I know you got some money riding on fancy football. I call sure. that betting. I got eleven hundred dollars with my name on it. Uh huh. Would you bet that Hyunsu Kim is on a major league team come opening day next year? No, no, he's gonna go home. He's gone. He's, been, he's gone. He's been disillusioned. We've seen the last of Hyunsu Kim in the majors. Yeah, probably. Yep. Yes. Ay, ay, ay. If but I was his I, agent, if I was his agent, I'd take him back home where he could be a superstar and play every day. I mean, he's gonna make a decision though, right? Because if he wants to play in America, he's going to have to play in the minors. And so he has to decide, does he want to play in the minors, prove he can play by playing every day in the minors, prove he can hit and then get caught up, or say, screw it, I want to be a star in Korea. I mean, that's a decision you have to make. Yeah. Here's a scenario uh, to compare it to. Take a guy who is like super cool in high school, the coolest guy in high school, (laughs) and then he goes off to college and he's a loser, he's a nobody. Next thing you know, that's the guy who keeps coming back to the high school dances and the high school football games because he he can't get he's got to go back to where he was a superstar because he can't make it in the big leagues. Yeah, I think it's a great comparison, bro. I love right, it. Right, so, it's exactly it. So that he's, also, he's, he's that, Uncle Rico. That, does that yeah. ring a little bit true in your life, huh? No, not at all. But I know some people from my high school that could probably uh, – compare yeah whenever Bert runs into them he, he sends me pictures saying look I look I ran, into, these people. I ran into a couple of them this past weekend guys I haven't seen in 20 years <laughs> it's craziness but right. yeah Kim Kim's done and if if, if I was Trey Mancini I'd say yeah. let's rub it in a little bit more and maybe this is a job for Bert you're a little musical Bert it's time to rewrite Hansu Kim's theme song for Trey Mancini <laughs> Just, yeah, uh, that's I, one thing. I, Trey does. Trey has everything working for him. He's he's cool. He's good at baseball. He's, he's a friend young, of the show. He's down to earth. He's a friend of the show. He just doesn't have a cool song. Right. So you're right. That's the one thing. Yeah, he's and missing. he's got the cool nickname Boom Boom, which you would yeah, think cool there's nickname, there's lots Boom of Boom? songs that he could go with with Boom Boom. Let me hear say Wayo. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, boom, 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 yeah. boom. <laughs> just, just seal that. All right, have, have that ready for next week, Bert. I'll work on it. Yeah, I probably yeah. won't. Uh, <laughs> Josh, I'm interested in here. I heard, Josh, I don't know if this is true. 
but I got I heard through the grapevine that you are part you you have played a large role in a possible major league expansion to two new cities and a realignment of the whole divisions. <laughs> it sounds like you're kind of Josh's the head of you giving me, you you give me some credit for this. You, well, you, you told think, me about you it. You think if I was choosing cities to expand to, Montreal and Portland would be top on the list? Yeah. Montreal should so, definitely be one. Josh, you, you you sent me the article, and I looked at it, and it was like more than 50 words, so I was like, oh, this is too confusing. I can't understand what's going on here. So can you give me the SparkNotes version of what is this proposal as right. for MLB expansion? So MLB is uh, – they're looking at two things. They're looking at – expansion because remember when they the Nats left they promised Montreal one day you'll get a, you'll get your team back I don't remember that but okay and I, I, I wish they would just take the Nationals back but apparently we're yeah. gonna, we're going to give them a new team so the proposal is two teams and it is Montreal and Portland uh so Portland surprised me I haven't heard Portland talk about as a area for expansion I know there's been lots of talk about like North Carolina, Tennessee area, but I think Peter Angelos already got screwed once. He doesn't want to get yeah, it again. Yeah, that's that's Masson territory. Don't right. mess with North. That's Masson and uh, Braves territory. Who yeah. is, Ted, is Ted Turner still in the Braves? Yeah, um, yeah, he's still the guy. Is he he's still, still alive? alive. Yeah, he's alive. He's I still think the guy. so. Yeah. So yeah, I think those Peter Angelos, Ted Turner, two guys you don't want to mess with. So I think they're staying out of North Carolina and saying, "How far can we go away?" Portland sounds like it, which. Of course, See, if I was the Mariners owner, I wouldn't be happy about that. Well, that's because you're on the East Coast. Do you really know how far away Portland is from uh, from Seattle? No, but I but they, they what's the closest team to uh, the Mariners as it is right now? The San Francisco Giants, Oakland uh, A's. Other than uh, that, the Mariners, Aaron Mariners have the entire northeast ter- or west right, northwest you know territory to themselves. If I was the Mariners owner, I would be ticked. Nintendo, it's the, it's, Jap- it's Japan and Nintendo that owns the Mariners, right? I uh, think so. If I was Mister Nintendo, I'd be upset because Portland is only th- a three-hour car ride. Oh, there you go. So yeah, that's that's close to equivalent of the Nationals moving into your backyard, especially when you have that much space. But um. Where it really gets intriguing is that they talk about this then 32 teams, to, to accommodate it, they will uh, lo- shorten it to 156-game series season instead of 162, and then expand the playoffs to 12 teams, which is exciting, make playoffs a little longer. It's not quite NBA or hockey where the playoffs are two-thirds of the season, <laughs> but uh, it's, it's expanding. And then it gets the realignment is what gets interesting because the proposal would put all 30 get rid of the American League and National League, which means you got to get rid of the the pitchers batted. I assume that means. Right. If you get rid of the American League and National League, you can't have the you can't have the uh, pitchers bat. Right. Or do you go to DH? It would go to league wide DH. It's got it's got to. Yeah. All right. So that that's a good thing, right? We all agree. Get rid of the DH is a good thing. Yeah. Everyone who who cares about baseball and is under the age of 120 thinks it's a good idea. Right. So then your eight. So then your four divisions would have eight teams each. So you would have an East division, a North division, a Midwest division, and a West division. Taking notes. Right so now. then you're not uh, don't have to cross a, uh, a big West Coast swing and stuff like that. So yeah. it's it's interesting how they they work it, and I'm still trying to figure out what it would be because they on this they're saying well, the Mets 
the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Blue Jays would all be in the North team. So I assume that also means that Philly, Pittsburgh, Washington, and Baltimore would be in that North team. I yeah, think. that's what and I then, that's what I read. right yeah. and then and then so then the East team it would be Tampa. Who else is down there? Atlanta. Um, it's weird. Marlins. The Marlins. So Miami. So it's it's weird and it's really uh, changes the division up. But for us as Oriole fans, it still keeps our rivals in the division. And if anything, it makes some of those regional rivalries, like the Nationals, even bigger deal because they matter more with these divisions. You would play them a lot more, I would think. Yeah. Yep. So, and it would make, you know what, it would make traveling to go see the Orioles a little easier because the games would always be in that one, most of the games would be in that local time zone. So, there's, sure. it's an interesting um, thoughts. It's something we've, when we did, uh, remember, it used to be just the American League, National League, and two divisions in each right. back when we were kids. And then they expanded to three divisions in each. Now to go to four total divisions is interesting, and it would get rid of. You know what? We wouldn't have to play the Yankees sixteen times. I don't well, know if that's during, a good thing or bad thing. During our fourteen-year uh, losing streak, um, you know, we'd have we'd have gladly taken that because uh, a lot of the blame was, well, if we were in any other division, we'd be a better team. How are we supposed to compete with the Red Sox and the Yankees, and you know, talk like that? Um, you know, now over the past five years, we've proven that we can compete with them, that we can, we are capable of winning the American League East. Uh, but I don't know. It, it's a, it'd be a cool changeup. My biggest question is in this whole thing, how are they going to create two new Major League Baseball franchises when all around the country there are teams that can't fill stadiums? Because um, it's not when you look at how you make money as a baseball team, it's not about the stadium. It's about the TV deals. And if you look this year, baseball TV ratings were down across the board on national games, but regionally they were up. So baseball is becoming a more and more regional game, which is, I think has to be part of this idea of, of focusing our divisions even more regionally because regional baseball is working. If, if suddenly the nationals are in, my division, then maybe I'm checking out a Nationals game as well. So it's not so much about building a ballpark and, you know, a 50,000-seat stadium or dome in Montreal or Portland. It's about gaining the television viewers in those geographic regions. Yeah, yeah. And it's also the fact that these two new teams bring a lot of money to Major League Baseball. Just to, like, enter, they got to pay, like, uh, billions of dollars just to be the new team for for whoever wants to own this expansion team and then not to think of all the marketing and uh, New Jersey sales, new division, new rivalries that's going to build up ex- excitement. Think about it. If, so, if, if we have, for the Orioles, that means if there's uh, eight teams in the division instead of five, that means three more prime games that you can charge whatever you want for. Right, so what I'm hearing is all these ideas are are being proposed in order to make rich people even richer, and they're selling us on that idea saying, hey, wouldn't you like to play against teams that are more local to you and revamp the whole system of divisions because it, 
It's old, and uh, we want something new and fun. Meanwhile, we're going to keep getting richer. Well, yeah, that's how Major League Sports work. That's, that's, <laughs> that's what every Major League Sport uh, is about. Uh, I agree. I, I know, but don't sell me on a bunch of crap like uh, I think it'd be fun to play the Phillies more. Right, exactly. And I that's and that's where it takes a while, and as baseball fans, we'll, we'll miss the old division and we'll miss the – the hatred of the Yankee and Red Sox fans. Because um, suddenly we might say, you know what? Those Yankee fans are not as annoying as those Philly fans or something. <laughs> um, so, and it's going to – and people – I think the National League people will complain a ton about the DH and that going away. Let me get this straight. And first of all, Yankee fans, there's no way that Philly fans are worse than Yankee fans. But, but, <laughs> but, but, but I want to get this straight because I was trying to follow all you were saying, Josh. So they're going to – Make the DH into both leagues. They're going to make less games in the regular season. There's going to be new playoff games and a new playoff format. There's going to be new divisions. There's no longer be an American League and a and a, and a National League. Um, oh yeah, and on top of all that, they're going to add two teams. Do they also solve pace of play? Do they add robot umpires? I mean, why? Why is there? There's like 20 things addressed here. Can we just like add two new teams? And then just keep on playing baseball. Like, why, when you do one thing, do you have to change everything else up? Because the proposal for adding two new teams is not ridiculous. All the other stuff will never happen. Because that's if, ridiculous. If you add two teams, where do you put them? Where do you put uh, them you, in the divisions? Right. So, so the te- the divisions will be a little bit out of whack. Right. Which means if you're in a division that's out of whack, you're going to complain that you have another team in your division or something. Okay, fine. So they the gotta, Orioles, and you're they, right, Josh, you mentioned how some people complain about being in the division we are. And the Orioles fans have every right to complain about being in the division we are. The, not, the Los Angeles Dodgers have the highest payroll in baseball. The team who's second, Yankees. The team who's third in payroll, Red Sox. The team who's fourth in payroll, Blue Jays. So the top three salaried teams in the American League, all in the AL East. So, yeah. I'm going to whine and moan about being in the AL East because they always spend the most money. Therefore, they always sign the best free agents. Therefore, Manny Machado is going to go there in a year, and I'm going to cry and moan about it. I am because it's not fair. All right. Well, how so about- anyway, you slice it. It's not going to be fair. Well, how about this? This, you know what? I'm, I'm, this might be the path for the Orioles to get to the World Series because here is what, according to Sports Illustrated, they say it would be divided up this way: the East Division would be the Atlanta Braves the Baltimore Orioles, the Cincinnati Reds, Miami Marlins, Philadelphia Phillies, Pittsburgh Pirates, Tampa Bay Rays, and Washington Nationals. That sucks as an Oriole fan because I don't care about any of those teams except for Washington maybe kind of for the a little bit. Well, you don't care about them now, but if they were to follow through with this and we start playing them all the time, then, right. yes, you then would Then we start got a new care. rivalry, but do you – but then we'd lose the Red Sox and Yankees. I kind of like that rivalry. And we lost the Blue Jays. That Blue Jay rivalry was starting to become real in a passionate rivalry. Yeah, and, we, and you're talking yeah, – I mean, you're talking – we're talking about a league whose best player – or some of its best players are not in the Hall of Fame because we're such purists and traditionalists. And if you ever took drugs or you ever bet on a game, you're not even allowed to go in our museum. But here's the so deal. So we're that purist. <laughs> and now all of a sudden we're going to change everything – I don't see it happening. Because it's the same reason they allowed the guys to take steroids and turn the blind eye. Because as far as you want to talk about purists, that's fine and all. But what changes the mind of a purist is money. And this is a way for baseball to make more money. 
<laughs> yeah, but with steroids, they could do it on the sneak. This is in your face about it. It's in your face, but it's not like, what are we going to say? We're not Oriole fans anymore? It's, you know, I mean, it's, it's, baseball is, again, like I was saying, they're becoming more regionally focused, so why not also take the divisions? Hey, I'm still an Orioles fan. As long as everyone stands for the anthem, I will be an Orioles fan for the rest of my life. <laughs> uh, but if Montreal gets a franchise and they go back to being called the Expos and have those same sweet uniforms, I might become an Expos fan. I think it got to be the Expos. There's no way Montreal gets a team and they don't be the Expos. Are they not going to get all the old records that now the Nationals have? Right. Does does uh, does uh, they uh, do they move the Andre Dawson uh, statue? It'll probably big, yeah. It'll Mayflower probably be like truck. it'll be like the Colts going to Indy exactly. Yeah, but uh, we didn't get anything back. Right. We, we had and, to build our own Johnny Unitas. Right. Well, yeah. They'll they'll probably still build a uh, Gary Carter statue or, or uh, Yeah. 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 Even yeah. though he's in the in the Nats Ring of Honor or whatever. Yeah. Port, Portland, I don't get. Because Portland, I think of as like a hipster city. Like those guys, those kids what? aren't aren't into baseball. Sure, they are. Did you watch Portlandia? There was a whole episode where they brought a baseball team to Portland. It was hilarious. I have not watched that. It's a it's a good episode. I would recommend it. <laughs> all right, and of course, more playoff teams means more money because we've all seen the price of those playoff tickets. Of course. Yeah, I think the, the baseball is a good thing going on with this one playing game. Th- that proposal was what for four playing games? That's crazy. Yeah, no, I love the one game wild card playing. That's my yeah. favorite part of the playoffs. Yeah, I feel like baseball this year. The playoffs have been good. Like this is a good year for baseball. And so, sure. of course, when you whenever you have a good year for baseball, let's try to mess it up as much as possible. Uh, now, this but, this report was leaked from Major League Baseball, so yeah. it clearly sounds like it's a Percival leak kind of uh to see what how people react to it you know yeah like when espn leaked that barstool barstool sports the one episode, episode right. like, oh crap what did we do and they quickly <laughs> moved it right. up the air right. kind of a leak like that the one episode they spent like a year and a half to to plan and prepare yeah that one episode that that yeah. got better ratings than anything else they had on in the time yeah, and they had a contract for 20 episodes. Yeah. And after what? Ah, we didn't realize Barstool was into some shady stuff, so right. we got to cancel it. Right. That's, we never went to barstool.com. What a joke. ESPN looks like a bunch of jokesters in that whole deal. Go, I don't like Barstool, but ESPN looks like a bunch of jokesters. No, I don't like Barstool, but you go to their first page and you know what they're about. Yeah. It's crazy. That's yeah, crazy. Um, I know Bert is excited to talk about some Ravens. NFL football. Why? Because it's color rush uniforms? Color rush. Thursday night. Prime time, baby. Ticket. Bert, tick, how pumped are you? Go Costco are, trips on Thursday night. Bert, go, I, I might. I might, actually. Go go, huh? go to the game. Tickets are 25 bucks. It's utterly ridiculous. It's, go, it's the two worst possible teams they could ever put on the national stage for Thursday night football. In a stadium where people cannot give away their tickets because the team is such garbage. And uh, it's ridiculous. We're going to lose again to a subpar second-string quarterback. Uh, Matt Moore. I got nothing more to say about the Ravens. They're terrible. I got to find something else to do tomorrow night. To be fair, if you look at the injury list and the questionable list, the Ravens are also not fielding their team on Thursday night. Yeah, 
I, I can't wait to see what the ratings are for this stupid Thursday night football game. It's going to be terrible. It's going to be embarrassing. So, but what if they win, Bert? Big deal. They're still below 500. And, and like, uh, they, they play the Tennessee Titans after this in Tennessee. The, the, if you look, and that's what the, the homers, the, the guys who are still behind the Ravens are saying, well, they, this division sucks. The and whole league's down. The whole league's down. You yeah, win this I'm game. tired of that argument. You win this game, you're still in it. And all right, fine. Technically, if they win, they're still in it. But they blew the last three weeks when they played subpar teams. And I, there's no way if you can't get past the uh, uh, who they just lose to. If, if you can't get the Minnesota past, Vikings. Yeah, if you can't I, if you can't get past the Bears and the Vikings, it doesn't matter who you play. You're not a playoff team. But we beat the Raiders. Fine. You didn't beat the Jaguars. You didn't beat the Steelers. I mean, what what do you expect from this team? If suddenly, every, if, you know what? If everyone got healthy after this week, then I'd say, all right, maybe you can pull something together. Guys aren't getting healthy. You've got major injury problems. You came into the season with major injury problems. Is there every game a major player goes down? It's only fitting that in the first play of the game on Sunday, Mike Wallace went down, the only wide receiver. Could you... I did. I did start watching the game on Sunday, but I I didn't even make it through the first quarter. Uh, I saw Justin Tucker kick up a couple field goals. I said, oh, "I've seen enough." Can you name That's what this whole day is gonna be like? Can you name our any wide receivers on the Ravens? Yeah, Chris Matthews or Chris Moore, and uh, uh, is Mac going to play on Thursday? I know Campanero is not going to play. Campanero, think... that's it. I think but he's doubtful. Yeah, and I think I think Matthews was listed as questionable as well today. So, such a sad, sad state when we're naming these guys uh, and, and as our only options at wide receiver. You, all right, you know who but the you know who the what you say? Can I say this real quick to to to, to Bert's point? We've lost four out of our last five. Right. There was another year where we lost four out of five to end the season. That season was the year two thousand twelve. In that year, we went on a Super Bowl run thanks to the Mile High Miracle, uh, and we won the Super Bowl. We lost four to five this year. We lost four to five last last year. All you got to do is get hot, right? Who? Yeah, but who was on that team, Matt? It wasn't Griff Whalen. Joe was your quarterback. I'll tell you that it wasn't. Yeah, it yeah, wasn't Griff so- Whalen. Griff Whalen. Griff Whalen. I, I couldn't believe that was a name of a player on the Ravens. You, you know what? I, you know what he ridiculous. was famous for before joining the the Ravens. No, he had that weird messed up play that the Col- that trick play the Colts tried to do a few years ago where they were not centered and they were like off center and and like the ball should have never even been snapped. It was like trying to draw people off sides or something, and they snapped oh, the, the ball. The, the old Griff Whalen uh, play. Exactly. <laughs> so for tomorrow, listed as questionable. These are guys who aren't injured. Well, outside of the guys who are injured, questionable is Jefferson, Levine, Macklin, uh, Oswazner, Perriman, Scora, Smith, Suggs, Wallace, Watson, Weddle. Those are questionable guys. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's bad. It's bad. It's but bad. I mean, Miami... The state of Miami is very similar to us right now. The whole NFL. Why is everyone's hurt? The NFL yeah, but, gets my nerves. But the difference is uh, the, the the other games that are going on. Yeah, the Chiefs have now lost two in a row. Uh, yeah. The the Eagles look really good. 
but yeah, even the, the, the Patriots are not invincible. But guess what? Almost every other game on the NFL docket every weekend has been fun to watch, exciting to watch. The Ravens is the same old garbage every week. I'm tired of the dump-off pass. I'm tired of the run that goes two yards. I'm, and then barely making it into field goal range and counting on Justin Tucker for your only points the whole game. And and then you get you might get an occasional uh, defensive jam like an interception or a fumble recovery or maybe even a pick six. But that's all you're getting. Maybe one exciting play of the whole game if we're lucky. Right, yeah, it's, it's ugly what's happened to Joe Flacco. He has become... With the exception of maybe Kaiser at Cleveland, he is the worst quarterback in football. He is terrible. Yes, terrible. He is terrible. And you can blame the offensive line, and you can blame the wide receivers, and I'm sure, and you blame the coaching. I'm sure there's plenty of blame to go around. But the end result is Burt's right. The end result of all of that is we have to watch every week some of the worst football you will ever see. Right, and and Joe Flacco, right, Joe Flacco is a joke because of somehow the Joe Flacco elite thing has became a joke and uh i don't i can't blame joe for this year but you there's no one on this team that i'm looking at that can take that step and push this team to do anything it's the worst team i've ever seen put on the football field i would take a winless team if the games were close or exciting to watch or every game we had a chance of winning we got what three wins big deal when it's it's not even fun to watch you can yeah. guarantee, you can tell me, guarantee we're going to beat the Dolphins on Thursday night. I'm not going to watch it because it's going to be terrible. Yeah. And part of this is the offseason strategy to spend your money and your draft picks on defense. And I, I kind of right. get that. Okay, you want, a, you want a great defense. But if you spent all your money in the offseason and all your draft picks on defense, then why is every running back running for 150 yards against us? Sure. Yeah, then the Ravens are 32nd against the run. But really, when you spend the money, what I don't get is you invested in Joe Flacco after the Super Bowl. You took a huge chunk of your salary and said, we're putting it on the quarterback. Why wouldn't you sign some help for him? Like, you, your quarterback has to throw the ball to someone. It's not like he can win the game all by himself out there. Right. I mean, we tried, right? Like, Brashad um, Perryman. Was a yeah, top like we wide receiver coming out of the draft. Yeah, that's the only one. Jeremy Macklin, Jeremy Macklin was supposed to be kind of that guy, right? Right, right. Macklin was supposed to be a big help this year, and it's it's he's the big one that hurts for me on the on the uh, offensive injury list. And we signed Mike Wallace a couple years ago. That hasn't really worked out. Yeah, the downside of his career, I guess. He's not that good here. The years where of when we were drafting perennial Pro Bowlers year after year after year after year are long gone. I know, but that that's conversation, and then of course that that points to um, um, in Ozzy we trust. But the I have trouble with that because I think there's so much luck that people aren't taking into account with those drafts. I mean, at the end of the day, all the the um, who's who's the guy uh, Mel whatever his name is who's the draft expert Mel Kiper Junior. Calvert Hall Mel, Mel Kiper Junior. in that stylish hair. He'll say the Ravens did a good had a good draft every year. All these experts say, well, the Ravens had a good draft. And sometimes like you can draft the right players, but it can just not work out, right? The players can just not perform, or the players can get hurt, or stuff happens. Sure, sure. You yeah. utilize them well. Yahoo so I, told me that I got a B on my fantasy football draft this year. And uh, I got a C minus. I won one game. It meant nothing. I'm in second <laughs> place in the league. Yeah, the dra- drafts don't mean anything. 
But I think you can look at guys like Ozzy and look at how you built your team and how you how you, you you once you saw what your players had, how you built around it. We've seen for years that Perryman's not going to live up to the hype, but they kept putting him out there. We've seen other guys that the Ravens let go, and the Raven fans love to pinpoint guys who struggle with other teams and say, oh, he had his best years at the Ravens. Ozzy knew when to get rid of him. Maybe if Ozzy kept Torrey Smith, Joe would have someone comfortable to throw to. Okay, but I mean, but to their point, Torrey hasn't been good in, in Philly. No, he or hasn't. He wasn't good with the 49ers either. Right, he hasn't been, but would you take him now? Yeah. Sure, I mean, sure. we, but, we got no. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't sign him for what the 49ers signed him a few years ago. Right, but there's something about giving someone that Joe is comfortable with. Why do you think he did? He checks it down to tight ends all the time? Because he's a coward in the pocket and won't take chances. And because no wide receivers can catch the ball. Yeah. Whalen was his favorite guy on Sunday because the guy caught the ball. <laughs> you catch the ball and Joe will throw it to you. Who's Whalen? What? Oh, that's Griff Whalen. Yeah, Griff. that's a real guy. I'm not making him up. He's a he's the descendant of uh, Biff. Yes. Yeah. Griff. Sure. Yeah. All right. Can I get to my my strawberry before we run out of time? Yeah. You yes. want you want the uh, Bleacher Report? Joe Flacco uh, applying for his elite card. Oh, sure. I just want to be clear though. Joe Flacco applying for his elite card is not my strawberry of the week. He's not a strawberry. Is that a thing? Uh, I got a quarterback really option with elite sauce. Elite sauce? That, that's me. I'm elite. Here you go. That was really fast. You must be exhausted. Yeah, I'm saving up to go back to college. Hey, Joe! Come sit with us. We were just discussing six-yard checkdowns. Listen, guys, no offense, but I'm a little bit more than a game manager. I'm going to go sit over there. Ah, oh, come on. That was Joe wanting to sit with Hi, I'd like to apply for an elite QB club card. Okay, great. Just a couple questions to see if you qualify. So have you started in any Super Bowls? Yes. And did you win? Yep. Oh, and I was also an MVP, so. And was that league or? Super Bowl. Ah, okay. Uh, I was also 2008 <laughs> Rookie of the Year. That's great. It's awesome. All right, so have you ever thrown for more than 4,000 yards in a season? Uh, I have. And how many times? Once. One. One, 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 one. Oh, wow. Hey, the rest of your stats just popped up right here. Technology, right? <laughs> oh, nice 2012 season. Fantasy ownership 14%. Yikes. Hey, you know what? Let's just hit submit. <laughs> That is sad. Oh, sorry. Not elite. <laughs> so it makes that point. That's that great. It's it's great because it, it clearly it does bring up the point to Joe that there are some things where you look at Joe's career and say, all right, he yeah, this would classify as elite. But then you look at his career as a whole and no. 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 He, he, had, he, had, he has the uh, Super Bowl MVP, but not league MVP. And uh, what is it? One 4,000-yard season, which was last year, I think. Or two years I don't ago? Know. Who do you trust more to tell the truth, though? Some random website called Bleacher Report? Or do you trust <laughs> our President Donald Trump to tell the truth? And President Donald Trump said Joe Flacco was elite, so I'm going with him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like I think Joe Flacco favorite... is actually a very elite quarterback. He won a Not Super just elite, Bowl. very elite. Really, to a certain extent, with that great arm of his, I would say absolutely he is an elite quarterback. Oh, that, that's kind of like Kyle Bowler, and he can throw his arm. His, he can throw the ball through the uh, through the end zone in his on his knees. So he must be a good quarterback. Oh man! So right, uh, what, else, what else is on TV Thursday night? <laughs> no. Strawberry of the week. Here we go. Let's start with an article 
from Sports Illustrated on August 1st, 2017. And the headline of the article is, Martavis Bryant will take the Steelers to the Super Bowl or spoil their season again. And it's an article about how Martavis Bryant was suspended for the entire 2016 season for his second suspension of marijuana, when asked for smoking marijuana. When asked why he smoked marijuana, he said, uh, hold on, I want to find the quote here because it's just a great quote. And if anyone asks me about why I'm smoking marijuana one time, I'm going to have this response. That's good because I got the email today about maybe though they're looking into opening up a dispensary right down the street. Oh, yeah, we just got one approved up in our neck of the woods too. So here's, here's the quote. Um, I smoked because I was able to. I never really paid no mind. I never really paid it no mind. So I like that quote. Straight um, to the point. <laughs> was, he's been recently in the news. So suspended for all of last year. Comes back this year. By game six, he's unhappy with his playing time. Oh, and it gets worse. And here where he really takes the leap into going from um, just a disgruntled player to going into uh, strawberry territory. Um, Brian, this is a quote from Sports Illustrated from just October 25th. When is that? Today? That's like yesterday, yeah. Yesterday. Brian said, head coach, Brian said. Or today, uh, that's today. All right. Martavis Bryant said head coach Mike Tomlin told him he relegated, he's been relegated to the bench because of social media. And apparently he went on Instagram and someone said that Juju Smith-Schuster was better than Martavis Bryant. And Martavis Bryant was commenting on Instagram how he's better than the other Steeler wide receiver, Juju <laughs> Smith-Schuster. Was he doing it under his own name? Yeah. So he wasn't well, trying to like Kevin Durant it up? Yeah. No, but he's also his girlfriend has also gone on Twitter and his girlfriend has said Martavis Bryant needs more playing time and stuff. Uh see that's a problem. When the girlfriend gets involved, you don't get signed to a National League football team quarterback position. Yeah, we've that's been here we've before. Learned. Yeah. We've been here before. But Martavis Bryant, here's the thing. This alone, that stuff is like icing on the cake. This alone ma- makes him a strawberry. Because he's not playing enough, he's being he's demanding to be traded. He's saying, play me more or trade me. This is what's wrong with players today. Back in my day, who is the best team in the AFC? Patriots, probably. Okay. But right there are the Steelers as one of the best teams in, right. in the AFC, right? Like sure. they have as good a to go to the Super Bowl as anyone. But he AFC. doesn't. He doesn't. But yeah. But he doesn't care about that. He wants his playing time. He wants. Yeah, to be a that's star. a strawberry move. Yeah, that's and, a strawberry move. And it's a strawberry move to not. Uh, not just work through and work your way up, but to think you're the best guy on, and if this place isn't working, then go somewhere else. Yeah, and after last year, he was suspended the entire year last year, then to walk on and be upset because you're not playing enough? Give me a yeah. break. And here, and yeah, I'll tell you what, one of my, and I don't like the Steelers, I don't would never want to say anything nice about the Squealers, but their coach, Mike Tomlin, he's a coconut. He is a <laughs> coconut. <laughs> For some reason, that doesn't sound like the same. uh, I thought coconut's a good thing. Right, right. This morning, you started the show with coconuts being a real good thing. Now you're talking about the Steelers head coach being a coconut. No, it is a good thing. It is a good thing. Yeah, but this this, remember remember this coconut tried to trip Jacoby Jones. Okay, but here's what happens when a coconut meets a strawberry. So he's the coconut. Martavis Bryant's a strawberry. Martavis Bryant complained about playing time and complained about his role. He said, "I, I want a change of role here, right? 
Thomas says, you want to change your role? All right. You are now on the scout team. Oh, practice. <laughs> practice squad. Role has changed to the scout team. That's awesome. Someone was called up from the practice squad, and Martavis Bryant has been moved to, to, to the scout team and has been told he's not being traded. Wow. Isn't that isn't – that, I love that. That's, that's a coconut. That's, that's, all, awesome. that's awesome. I'm not going to play with this. You want to change the role? Boom, scout right, That's team. how you smash that strawberry. That's great. Yeah, he smashed – he took the co- he's a little coconut, smashed the strawberry. Now we got jam. By the way, how great is the name Juju Smith-Schuster? <laughs> that's a good name. That's a solid name. <laughs> I wish we had that guy. That's better than yeah. Griff Whalen. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, yeah, Griff Whalen, you thought I was making up a name. <laughs> yeah, he must not have gotten his first catch until after I turned off the Ravens game on Sunday. Then you must have not watched it not off that much. <laughs> no, oh, and this is not. this is I got an update just from 30 minutes ago on the Martavis Price situation. Breaking news. His response to being moved to the scout team and not playing this week. Here's his quote. This is classic strawberry quote. So think about it. What would you do? <laughs> you were just you asked for a change of role, so you're moved to the scout team. You're a strawberry. How do you react? Uh, well, his- I, I, a normal person would apologize and say, I'm going to work hard and prove that I uh, can uh, help this team. Yeah, that, that's a coconut. Right. But he's not right, a coconut. Right, I know. I'm, I'm, giving, a, I'm giving a coconut answer. Yeah, what does strawberry have to say? Strawberry answer. I'm not, I'm not playing Sunday, which is fine. I'm not tripping. It is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's what it is. Okay. I'm not tripping. I thought you I'm were going to go with the all. Uh, I'm not showing up to. I'm not showing up to the practice squad, the scout team. I'm not showing up. So <laughs> yeah, I, that's... I, I'm not tripping. I'll sit at home and watch the game on TV. And yeah, he but, said but... He, he goes on to say in the quote, he's not going to talk anymore. He's going to be quiet. So we'll see. M- we'll m- see. Maybe he'll be quiet. He'll work hard. That's and the he'll smartest thing he said. He'll transform. He'll be the one of the first ever transformations from an ugly strawberry into a beautiful coconut, and he'll fly away. Not maybe fly, by I saying, maybe by saying, "I'm not tripping," is his way of saying he's no longer using drugs. <laughs> maybe I don't but know. he was being serious, like it wasn't a metaphor. He's like, "No, I'm right, not right. tripping out right now. I'm not. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sober. Yeah, it is what it is." <laughs> I like your idea of a, a strawberry turning into a coconut. Uh, would you give that classification to Jake Arrieta, who whined in Baltimore and then became a worked hard and stepped up in Chicago? You, you giving him that classification? Did he transform? Oh, that's a good question. People or, or, transform from strawberry to coconuts. Maybe. I, I haven't really followed his career that long. He was a strawberry because sometimes he would get in Twitter fights with people on Twitter over silly right, stuff. Right, right. And he was like, remember, couldn't handle he, coaching. That was he was strawberry. So yeah, maybe he did. I yeah. Know. Yeah. Or maybe he just hasn't been bruised since being in Chicago. Right, It's right. hard to tell. That's one that I'm really interested in watching. The Cubs let go the pitching coach who was uh, – who apparently turned Jake Arrieta's career around, which means yeah. the Orioles should sign him. Yeah, the Orioles should, should immediately, um, yeah. and I'd love them to do that. But I'm really interested to see where Jake Arrieta goes and if he can still perform someplace outside of Chicago. And what what did he really turn his career around, or did he have a few good years? Yeah, yeah. Time will tell. It's going to be an interesting free agency season. That's for sure. That's for sure. All right, guys, we gotta wrap this up because I gotta go watch Justin Verlander shut down the Dodgers. Let's hope so.
Yeah, is that getting started? Is that happening right yeah, now? Yeah, game's on. Is, the, is the temperature below 100 degrees tonight? Uh, I don't know. I didn't see what the temperature was yesterday. I think it looks about the same. Was it really yeah, that it was, hot last night? It was like, oh, yeah, yeah, it was the hottest World Series game ever. We're talking triple digits, people. I probably won't watch much of these World Series games until the pressure's on. If they don't win the tonight, pressure's on for be, every game. I know. If they don't win tonight, this could be a 4-0 sweep, I'm afraid. But I'm rooting hard for Justin tonight. My man Verlander, go Astros. Yeah, he just got on the mound. He's thrown four pitches at this point. Yeah, how does Kershaw threw seven innings the other day and threw like 80-some pitches? Meanwhile... The weather is 93 degrees and clear outside in uh, okay. Los Angeles tonight. Sounds he, like a nice... seven innings, 87 pitches. Meanwhile, our starters, when Kevin Goff is in the third inning, he's already 95 third. pitches. What the heck? It, All right. It's, it's that strikeout pitch. The, the Orioles pitchers really struggle for that putout pitch. Well, Kershaw's got the putout pitch. What do you have, 11 strikeouts yesterday? All right, I'm going to go... I, I drooled yesterday watching uh, Kershaw. I'm going to drool today watching Justin Verlander. Watch starters that are too good to ever right. be Orioles. Just remember that Rich Hill was an Oriole a few years ago. Yeah, yeah, him and Justin Turner. All right. <laughs> All right, boys and girls, thanks again for listening to Section 336. We have a lot of listeners, but not a lot of reviews. So go ahead to iTunes and write us a review. Right. Show us that you're real. Yeah. Show us you're a real coconut. Coconut. That's right. Right. Reviews. Strawberries don't. Don't be a strawberry. Be a coconut. Amen. Yeah. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. Just search at Section 336. We're kind of a big deal. You can follow us. You can follow me on Twitter. <laughs> we're, at section... we're such a big deal. When, when do we get our... Uh, 20 episode deal with ESPN for them to cut us after one. Yeah, well, they always they already that? offered they already offered it to us, but we're like, no, we saw how you did Baltimore Sport. I mean, uh, Barstool Sports Dirty, and we're not going to yeah. sign up for that. Right. So exactly. we, we politely declined. I mean, unless you really want to do something, maybe. Whatever. But they they said I was too zany. Right. <laughs> right. You can follow me on Twitter at section three three six. You can follow Bert on Twitter at Bert Rody. If you follow Josh on Twitter. At Josh Soroka. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always, go O's. And go Astros. Thank you for listening to the Section 336 podcast. Please go to iTunes and Facebook for all complaints or the occasional compliment. If I were you, I would not take any baseball advice from these guys. Josh and Matt were raised by an Orioles-obsessed father, and Bert, uh, well, Bert fell in love with Don Mattingly. He has a thing for mustaches.